Mordecai. Then Esther spoke to Hathak and gave him a command for Mordecai. All the king's servants and the people of the king's provinces know that any man or woman who goes into the inner court to the king who has not been called, he has but one law, put all to death, except the one whom the king holds out the golden scepter that he may live, yet I myself have not been called to go into the kings to the king these thirty days. Which brings me to my first point. Esther was in a hard position. She had a fifty fifty chance. Either the king's gonna accept me or the king's not. She lost her focus for a moment. You may say, well, what do you mean by that? She lost the fact that she was God's child. Think about your life as a Christian when you face tough situations. Are you really convinced that you're a Christian? Or are you just playing the game? Because you know you need to obey the gospel or you're going to go to hell. Are you really convinced that you're a Christian? Convinced means completely certain about something. Are you completely certain about your Christianity and your walk with God? Think about it. We all face problems every day. Whether it's your kids, runny noses, husbands, wives, your boss, your job, your family, how much pay you make at work, how many hours you have to work, health, car trouble, death, you name it. We're all facing these type situations. But let me encourage you. Just like Mordecai does, and we're going to see this. This is so awesome. This opens up so good for us, brothers and sisters. We serve an amazing God. The great I Am. You realize that? Psalms ninety one one I mean Psalms nine one says, I will praise you, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will tell you of all your marvelous works. You see, our Father in heaven has done so much for us. Look at your life right now. Look at where you are right now. If I was not a Christian, I would not be here. And I'm ashamed to say that. It makes me sad to think that. Because it would only be about me. I think of amazing grace. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. Because I'm a child of God. Huh? 
Are you convinced that God will be there through any situation? What about Paul? The apostle, you think he was convinced about being a Christian? Look at what he says in Romans 8.38. I love this verse, my brothers and sisters. Let me tell you something. If you get down and out, you don't think Paul was down and out? And listen to what he says. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen? Are you in Christ? Do you understand what that means to be in Christ? A lot of the times I'm repetitive on saying these things. But that's what it is. That's where we have to understand our hope lies. In Jesus Christ. Romans 8.28 And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to His purpose. As Christians, we should never allow ourselves to be put in a situation that we are not convinced God is with us. As soon as I run into a problem, am I going to fix it or am I going to let God help me fix it? It wasn't that she forgot. She lost her focus. So many times we lose our focus. It makes me shake thinking about it. I don't want to lose my focus, do you? In in anything that I do, I always want to put God first in my life. Look at verse 13. So she tells Mordecai to uh, 12, it says, So they told Mordecai Esther's words. And in verse 13, And Mordecai told them, answering Esther, Do not think in your heart that you will escape in the king's palace any more than all the other Jews. For if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place. But you and your father's house will perish. Yet who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Mordecai, boy, I love brothers and sisters that love the Lord too, don't you? When you lose your focus, aren't you glad you got a brother or a sister that can say, Hey, wake up. God loves you. What are you doing? You don't think God loves you right now? That's what He does. He doesn't even give her a chance to throw the excuse. And I know that was a tough situation. I'd do probably the same thing. Hey, man, I'll probably die if I go in there. Look at verse 15. Then Esther told them to reply to Mordecai, Go gather all the Jews who are present in Shushan and fast for me. 
neither eat nor drink for three days, night or day. My maids and I will fast likewise. And so I will go to the king, which is against the law, and if I perish, I perish. She remembered immediately. You're right. You're right. If you are convinced and you are truly a Christian, it should be showing in your life. Matthew 5, 13 through 16 says, And Tim, you prayed on it. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. If you are convinced about your Christianity... Are you the salt of the earth? Is the way you go about... I love this right here. Is the way you go about your daily life, show it. Is your purpose... And boy, this gets me. Is your purpose when you wake up in the morning to show God how much you love Him? (laughs) Huh? When you wake up in the morning, is that what you think about? Or you think, boy, I'm supposed to be late to work. Is God first when you wake up? Is God first in all you do? Like we was talking about down in class. So if God's first, do I just all the time quote Scriptures to you? Timothy, how you doing? John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that and 2 Timothy 2.15, yeah, I know you have problems, but uh, on and on and on, Bible verse, Bible No. But you could. But the way that you act and the way that you associate with people is going to be a way for them to see Christ. To see Christ. Esther remembered She said, go and fast and tell the other Jews to go fast with me. And then the third day, I'm going to go in there. And if I perish, I perish. Colossians 3.23-24 As I was beginning to try to live my life the right way, I held on to this verse because it's what I needed. Whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of inheritance. For you serve the Lord Christ. Are you excited that you get to serve the Lord Christ? If you love me, keep my commandments. I should see you acting right. Philippians 4.13 I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. 
And as I get ready to close, I want to bring us back to verse 14. And James alluded to it at the beginning. The reason why we have to be convinced that we're a Christian is so we can show our works. And we show our works because of this point right here. If you don't get anything else out of the lesson, remember this. For if you remain, verse 14, for if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise from the Jews from another place. But you and your father's house will perish. Yet who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. For such a time as this. You know, Esther got it from Mordecai's encouragement. But Mordecai had to be there to help her encourage it. It was both ways. If you see somebody down, it does, I don't know the situation. I don't know where God's going to put you. But do you truly love being a Christian? Or do you truly just not want to go to hell? Me and James talk about it. Do you love Jesus? This is my story and this is my song. Huh? I got a story I want to tell you. It's about a man. He loves you. Is it at work? Has there been a uh, troubled friend? Maybe a death? For such a time as this, is your life fixed in such a way that you fo- your focus is on Christ and being pleasing to Christ? Huh, parents? Is Christ number one in your life so your kids can see you grow? And say, you know what? I want to come to church. Because my mom and daddy did. (laughs) I want to read my Bible because my mom and daddy did. Not for a month, for life. For life. Yeah, it makes me emotional. You know what? Because God loves us so much. And for us to waste our life not being pleasing to Him, what a shame. The time is now for such a time as this when you walk out the door, when you go home and you love on your wife, when you treat your wife like Christ loved the church, when you're you're a wife and you submit to your husband because he's doing God's will. (laughs) 
Hey, being a Christian is very contagious. If you put Him first. I want to close with this, and I'm done. I know I've gone a little bit over time, but hey, sorry. You know what? God is awesome. Matthew 25. And I'm going to read it all. And I'm going to tell you a story about it because I was convicted of it last night. Danny and Isaac know what I'm talking about because I talked to them. Isaac was a part of it. Matthew 25, 31 through 46. And I'm going to close with this. Brothers and sisters, I just want to say this before I get into this. For such a time as this, will you shine your light like a city on the hill? Huh? Will you? Will you put self down here and put the kingdom up here? The kingdom is here. When the Son of Man, verse 31, Matthew 25, 31, When the Son of Man comes in His glory and all the holy angels with Him, then He will sit on the throne of His glory. And all the nations will be gathered before Him and He will separate them from one another as a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats. And He will set the sheep on His right hand, but the goats on the left. Then the king will say to those on his right hand, Come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, saying, Lord, when do we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? When do we see you a stranger and take you in, or naked and clothe you? Or when do we see you sick or in prison and come to you? And the king will answer and say to them, Assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. Then he will also say to those on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed, into the everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you did not take me in, naked, and you did not clothe me, sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they also will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison? and did not minister to you? Then he will answer them, saying, Assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go into the everlasting punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. 8.30, I'm getting ready to go to sleep. Getting the baby to go to sleep. Aaron doesn't feel good. Isaac's about ready to go to sleep. Get a text out of nowhere. Hey man, my motor has blown up. I'm in Franklin, Kentucky. Can you come pick me up? I'm not going to lie. I was like, 
man. <laughs> but I got reminded of something. <laughs> I've just prepared a whole lesson on being convinced of my Christianity and doing things that somebody would do like a Christian. Aaron already knew what I was fixing to do. I texted him. I said, I tried to say, hey, why don't you call the cops? Maybe they'll come pick you up. He kept trying to figure it out. There wasn't no. This was a sole mission for practice what you preach, my brother. <laughs> Is exactly what that was. So I got up. And I'm not giving glory to me at all because I didn't want to do it. I'm telling you, I'm confessing that to you. Esther said, I might die. But I remembered what Jesus said. Are you a sheep or are you a goat? And that's what the bottom line is. Do you want to be a sheep for everlasting life? Or do you want to be a goat for everlasting punishment separated from God? My brothers and sisters, if you are here and you are living in a way that is not right or contrary to God's Word, and you're putting other things, idols, in front of the King, you've got to make that right. If you're here and you've never obeyed the Gospel and you're scared to, what are you waiting on? Did you hear what He said? For the devil and his angels is where you're going to be at. You can be baptized into Christ right now. And you can begin a journey that will take you to the kingdom of heaven. Brothers and sisters, I love you very much. I encourage you to please be convinced that you are a Christian and what we're doing is not in vain. And shine your light in a way that will affect somebody's life. And you will be ready for such a time as this. If you're not a Christian, the time is now. Come right now, together we stand and sing.